Welcome back to another episode of Time Travel Rock here on 90.3 KRNU. Your host, Jackson Reddick, here with you on this Saturday evening. We're going to do a little, little something different this Saturday night. You know, the first six episodes or so, we've singularly focused on one band. Wanted to change it up just a little bit today. Now we're going to take a look at bands who have just had one-hit wonders and really have not been able to get any traction otherwise from those one-hit wonders. There's going to be a multitude of bands on here, bands that that I knew were not really the most popular, but I knew they had some songs that were absolutely awesome. Some of my favorite rock and roll songs are on this list and songs that you will know because they are just those one-hit wonders. And it was really fun to kind of look through this list and, you know, compile these songs that I, I wanted to do for this episode because there are plenty of one-hit wonders, and I'm not going to touch them all, to be completely honest. I will not be able to get to all of them, but I just wanted to hit on some certain ones that have, you know, been out there. The first one that we're going to take a look at is Mississippi Queen by Mountain. You know, they were a pretty decent band after they performed at Woodstock in 1969, but they didn't really have that much success afterwards. Their biggest uh, Mississippi Queen is their biggest and only hit really to date. It peaked at number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100 record chart in 1970, which the song then became to be a rock and roll classic. They really could not follow anything up with that at all. Nothing else they made reached up to the Mississippi Queen success. And after their first few years after their big hit, band member Felix Papalardi was shot and killed by his wife who co-wrote some of the band's song lyrics. So just some you know, unfortunate things that happened to them that they really could not, you know, do anything about. A fun fact, this website that I, I kind of found some of these songs on said that it was Homer Simpson's favorite song, as in one episode of The Simpsons, Homer headbangs to the mountain classic in the car while taking his kids to school to the utter embarrassment of his son, Bart. That's something I had no clue about, but it's something that I like to bring to the show. I always love when we get little nuggets like that to share, but here is our first one-hit wonder, Mississippi Queen by Mountain.
you'll get a quick sense throughout this episode that I will not really be doing a whole lot of talking, and it's going to be a lot of music feature today. But, you know, from that first song, the From Mississippi Queen, that first guitar riff, it is just so recognizable. You hear that, and I think it's it kind of brings it that one-hit wonder stance to it. You just hear that first couple guitar riffs, and you know what song it is. Second song we're going to hop into is Brother Louie by The Stories, which their song reached number one on the Billboard Top 40 Hits chart in 1973, but it was really about it that the band had. Brother Louie had an underlying controversial theme to it, as you can kind of listen to throughout the song. It had, you know, referenced a little bit of an interracial relationship from a black girl to a, a white man. And it was originally sung by the band Hot Chocolate, which the stories then covered the song, reworked it a little bit, and really made the song popular. They recorded another album following the following the success of Brother Louie, but it really failed to find an audience. The group then shortly disbanded after that. And you listen to this song, and it is really good. I mean, it yes, there is those those undertones that made it a little bit controversial, but otherwise, it is a solid rock and roll song. Here is Brother Louie by the Stories.
Now, the next song that I'm going to play, you probably know because it is a very popular song that is used in meme culture as of today, and that would be Love Hurts by Nazareth. And you know exactly what song I'm talking about by just saying Love Hurts. You know, that is probably the biggest line in the song that the band sings. And it's crazy because now it is probably one of the songs that is played a lot throughout Airwaves. It was originally written and recorded by the Everly Brothers, which the song peaked at number eight on the Billboard Top 40 in 1976 when the Scottish hard rock band covered it, which is Nazareth. The hit single even went platinum in the U.S., but it remains to be their one and only hit. It has since become a heart-wrenching anthem to the weeping, broken-hearted, perfectly paired with a glass or even a bottle of wine in the middle of the night if it succumbs to that. It's been widely covered, though. It's Guns N' Roses covered it, The Who, Rod Stewart, Cher, but Nazareth was the one who really, who only had the song go to the top 100. The band really fell far from it, though, as they were not able to find success after Love Hurts. And I'm sure even nowadays they're still finding success to their original song that they wrote and or that they covered. Excuse me. It's just crazy that a song like that, that really, you know, if you listen to it back in the 70s when it was released, yeah, people probably listened to that and it was a good song. But nowadays and just the way that the internet works, a song like this can just be even more popular and can have a cult following or, you know, just a part of that meme culture, a song that just everybody knows for the wrong reasons sometimes. But here's Love Hurts by Nazareth.
Now, this next song I'm going to play, if you say you don't know it, you're not only lying to me, you're also lying to yourself. The next song is Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. And this song, just the beginning guitar riff, is one of the most beautiful pieces of music and rock and roll that you could really combine into one. It's so good. So, so good. But you listen to that song and you will hear it in so many different genres throughout the world but another a big one you'll hear it from is like vietnam or just any war documentaries or movies kind of like fortunate son by credence clearwater revival it's kind of those those two songs that kind of mix together a little bit those guitar riffs from the beginning kind of go together but going through the history of the song it was a gospel rock fusion single and it soared in the charts in 1970 peaking at number three on the billboard hot 100 chart song number 22 of the year it has sold over 2 million copies in total from its release in 1969 up until 1970 rolling stone magazine ranked the single one number 333 on the 500 greatest songs of all time list greenbaum unfortunately failed to maintain the success that that single originally sought out and he faded away in the music injury industry excuse me he ended up being a cook and a hamburger joint and worked his way up to being a sous chef and a kitchen manager through the royalties from his one-hit wonder it kept his life comfortable though spirit in the sky has been included in the soundtrack for 30 major hollywood films including big blockbusters such as oceans 11 apollo 13 and most recently guardians of the galaxy and suicide squad you know like i said it's a very song you hear in the movies but you may not know the whole like lyrics of the song or whatnot but you know the guitar riff and that's usually what it's used for in movies to be completely honest and you'll hear uh you'll hear norman's voice saying spirit in the sky i mean you, you hear him saying that and you know what the song is when you hear that it was also featured in the video game rock band 2 such a great video game by the way but Here's a quote that Greenbaum said of the song. He said, I've gotten letters from funeral directors telling me that it is their second most requested song to play at memorial services. It's a pretty, co- pretty cool way to go out. I mean, at my funeral someday, I wouldn't mind if they played Spirit in the Sky, but I won't hold it against you any longer. Here is Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum.
a wild fun fact about the next song I'm going to play. It actually beat out Michael Jackson's Beat It for the number one spot on the Billboard charts in 1983, preventing Michael Jackson from going back-to-back on that chart for number one. And that song is Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners. They released the song in 1982, and it was an instant classic. You know, like I said, it beat out Michael Jackson's Beat It for the number one song, which is absolutely crazy. Which, well, Michael Jackson then scored more nor- more number one hits in the following decades when Dexie's Midnight Runners ultimately faded away and never even saw the number one spot ever again. But Come On Eileen is just such a classic 80s, it's such a great 80s rock and roll song. Three years after their smash hit, the band eventually broke up and has faded away into music obscurity. And it, it is such... The song, it's such an upbeat song. I can see why it was on the number one on the charts. Again, just such an upbeat, motivating kind of song. It's a a cheery, happy song. You know, they're trying to convince Eileen to to do something or to achieve a goal. But again, it is just such a... I can understand why it was number one on the charts at some point. But here is Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners.
the next song I'll play, it may be a little bit of cheating on my part, but it is just such a great song. I don't think I cannot play it. That would be Layla by Derek and the Dominoes. The song may sound familiar because Eric Clapton, the lead singer of Derek and the Dominoes, went to go perform this you know, solo by himself, which he won a Grammy for the acoustic version in 1993, which was an award for best rock song. But... You know, going back to when he made it with Derek and the Dominoes, Layla became a smash hit when it was released by the band. Also with Jim Gordon's Blues Rock, he was in there as well. You know, kind of what the band was, you know, really about. They played sort of that bluesy rock kind of style. It was the only single that the band had that was in the top 40 charts in 1972. And when Layla first released, it actually did not really do so well. And it was buried in the past, though, as it moved to reach on the number 10 on the Billboard Top 100 when it was released again in 1972. And like I said, Clapton had that acoustic version that went on to win a Grammy Award. It's also ranked number 27 in Rolling Stones Magazine's list of the top 500 greatest songs of all time. It's a one-hit wonder for the band Derek and the Dominoes, but it is one of the greatest rock and roll songs of all time, and I don't really blame Rolling Stone for putting it up there. I mean, they are Rolling Stone. They know what they're talking about, but I think I like to know what I'm talking about when it comes to the rock and roll music, too, and I think this song is absolutely amazing. It hits the charts. You know, it does everything a rock and roll song needs to do. Great vocals, great rock, great guitar, great drums, just great everything. And that's really what it brings in Eric Clapton's vocals. One of the greatest vocalists of all times. He really brings it on this song. And I think that's really what makes the song stand out. But nonetheless, here is Layla by Derek and the Dominoes.
This next song that I am playing for you, this man looks like he was in ZZ Top, but he was not. Manfred Mann just had that classic rock and roll look with the cowboy hat, the aviator glasses that were nice and clear, and the long hair. You know, Blinded by the Light is such an amazing song. It was actually originally written and recorded by Bruce Springsteen, And the song first appeared on his 1973 album, Greetings, but failed to really find any success. Manfred Mann's Earth Band covered the song and changed up the lyrics a little bit that the song became a massive hit. As in 1977, Manfred Mann's Earth Band's cover reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. The British rock band certainly peaked too early, though, as they didn't get the follow-up of the success of this hit single. But just to dive into this song a little bit, the guitar play in this song is so damn good. It, it is just one I could listen to over and over and over again. And Manfred Mann's vocals are really impressive on this song as well. The lyrics definitely stand out, and there are lyrics that you remember, too. That's what sticks out to me is that when I'm singing the song, it's a song that gets stuck in my head the rest of the day. It is one of those that creeps into your brain and does not find its way out. But here is Manfred Mann's Blinded by the Light.
And if a God touch is gonna make it to the night She's gonna make it through Now, the sky with a slingshot line, they found a 
And the next song I'll play for you is a song that you most likely know very well. Also, The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. You know, you hear that song and you'd think that Thin Lizzy would have other hits because this is just such a good song. It's a song that's very memorable. It's a song that, again, sticks in your head after you listen to it once or twice. But it it was... The song was another classic rock one-hit wonder. You know, in the summer of 1976, the song reached number 12 on the Billboard Top 40 chart, and it still remains to be popular after all these years. It barely made the Rolling Stones' 500 greatest songs of all time, garnering the 499th spot. That is really just holding on to the edge there. They are just grasping at the edge of the cliff. They really only had one hit, but they were huge influences for Def Leppard, who actually started as a Thin Lizzy cover band. That that is crazy. And Metallica, the song has been used in major Hollywood films, Detroit Rock City 1999 and A Knight's Tale in 2001. And it's also become an anthem to most Republic of Ireland football games. That is is absolutely crazy to me that a song like this is their kind of anthem that they rock out to. But that's kind of fun, though. I mean, that's just kind of what the song is. It is a fun happy-go-lucky song that the boys are back in town and they're ready to cause some havoc. And and that's kind of what this song is all about. And it's what it goes by. And that's what makes it so damn fun to listen to. But here are, or here is, excuse me, The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy.
Last song I will play this evening, another song that has a little bit of controversy around it, which would be Black Betty by Ram Jam. It was supposedly racist, as it was in regards to a song potentially being about a black woman named Betty, but the single has become a classic rock and roll one-hit wonder. Ram Jam's really only single that made it into the charts. In 1977, Black Betty reached number 18 on the Billboard Singles Charts, Ram Jam's first album, wherein Black Betty was featured, also hit it big, making it to the top 40 chart. After the album's first success, Ram Jam attempted to follow with a sophomore album, but really did not go as well as the first one. The band eventually broke up after their second album. Black Betty is still frequently aired on classic rock radio stations, but not many can actually name Ram Jam as the group behind that one-hit wonder. For me, Black Betty... You hear that beginning, and it's like, it is so, so, so classic. And for me, it's a little bit more personal because growing up, I would come to Husker baseball games all the time as a kid. I'd be at them every single weekend, every single middle of the week. I would come to every single game with my family. And Black Betty, I think they've played it forever now. I don't know if they still do, but man, they throughout the mid two thousands, early twenty tens, they played the song every single game before in the pregame, and it became one of my favorite songs to listen to as a kid when I'd go to the sporting events because it was so upbeat, so fast, just hard hitting guitar, classic rock and roll, and that's why I really love the song and kind of why I've stuck with it. Because it is just so hard hitting, it's quick, it's fast paced, and that to me is what makes it so fun. And for the final song of the evening, I will play Black Betty by Ram Jam. But once again, thank you very much for tuning in to Time Travel Rock here on 90.3 KRNU. I have been your host, Jackson Reddick, and I hope that you have a great rest of your Saturday night wherever you are. As here in Lincoln, the weather has gotten very beautiful. So go out there, enjoy that weather this weekend. Summer is almost here. Thank <laughs> you.